I'm Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Frozen 2 and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain. We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes, we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, listeners. Welcome to a Tara and Ryan Princess Diaries mini-tale where we... Uh, challenge Tara to talk about a movie in 45 minutes or less. And, we're and start, let me tell you, this gonna, one will be just fine we're gonna in under start, 45 minutes. She's talking, she's counting, this doesn't count towards the time. The time starts now. Today we are going over 2019's Dumbo by Tim Ooh Burton. boy, it's a doozy. Do you think it was a doozy? Like It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Let me preface that. I thought it great. was going to be hot garbage. I wouldn't describe it as hot garbage, but... There are some good moments in it, but over as an overall movie, I wouldn't see it again. And I don't know that I'd tell anyone to see it because it's a real Debbie Downer. Yeah, it's I, a it's, real sad, it's, sad movie. It's funny. I wonder like how much I, I feel like anyone who wanted to listen to this will do it for morbid curiosity. And we just got out like it's weird. So yeah, and I feel just, like people would be like, thanks, click, and move on to the yeah, next Yeah, I, I do understand when it first came out, I could see why people would want to go see it. It's got, like, some heavy hitters in it. Uh, it's got Danny DeVito in it. And all the heavy hitters look they like they're great. having a good time. Yeah, I, I enjoyed them for the most part, but it's Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, Alan Arkin, and Michael Keaton are the three who, like, seem to be having the and best. And kind of ham it up with each other yeah. a little bit. And it's a fun reunion to think about Danny DeVito and Michael Keaton since they were in Batman Returns together, which is also Tim Burton. So that's kind of a fun little connection. Like, Colin Farrell feels like he's, like... it. He almost fell out he of place. He feels like he's acting. Like, like you're watching him go like, oh, I got to act this way. Like, and he I'm just, just fell out of place with the others a little yeah, bit. Which it, I guess is part of his character. I guess we should get into it unless do you want to get into it with some facts. I or mean, do you want to just start? We're not going to go detail by detail, but I wanted to talk a little bit about his motivation and why he kind of feels out of place. Let, so last time when we did 101 Dalmatians, we kind of just jumped in and didn't go beat for beat from the beginning. I don't think we should do that here because... No, I do want to talk about, though... So basically, the storyline is there's a family... Everyone works at this circus. We meet the kids first, and the kids are being taken care of. and we The, ki- the Follier kids or the Follier... Something like that. Yes. And we, we kind of find out through context clues that their mother is no longer around, and they run to a train... And it's their father coming back from war. And we World find War out One. he's coming back from World War One, and he didn't tell them he lost an arm in his letters. So he shows up with just one arm. And it's which weird. Which is like a weird thing because I guess maybe he didn't tell them because their mother died. And so he's like, well, why should I tell them I've lost an arm? Because it's just something else for them to feel bad about. I it's, don't know. It's weird. There's a lot of like openings to do bigger plot points that don't really go anywhere. Like the arm thing, like... You'd feel like, okay, I'm watching this, so the idea is he's going to overcome this adversity, or everyone's going to be like, hey, you only got one I arm. mean, he kind of overcame it when he helped Dumbo escape out of the tent towards he, the end. No, 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 but... no. He doesn't overcome it. It's just a hindrance to that. I mean, like, I the storyline isn't everyone thinks he can't do something yeah, because yeah, he doesn't yeah, have yeah, an arm. Yeah. And then, boy, I'm going to 
turn this card over early. At the end, he gets a robot arm. Which, and we don't understand why. I think maybe it was because... His daughter, daughter maybe? like His daughter saw the carousel of progress in this fake Disneyland. This movie gets bonkers weird in the second half. It is very weird. Uh, the, so what the I first will half say, is Dumbo. The second half is a Dumbo 2 that Tim Burton envisioned. Yeah, and what I will say is, uh, going back to the beginning, Casey Jr. Is, is in there in the beginning, the train, and that opens very similar to the movie, and we like the design of Casey Jr., the train. Yeah. And, you know, it opens with the map, so I had that written down, and we really liked it. The other thing that's crazy is this movie is two hours long, like just shy that's of two hours. Long. I think it was a and little over. Maybe, yeah, I don't but, know. Yeah. But either way, it is about two hours, and it's wild. It really didn't need to be that long. It's They shortened the story of Dumbo, and then they added Dumbo 2, Escape from Disneyland. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it was the, and the thing movie. is, is, I wrote here a really sad opening story. Like, in the first few minutes, we find out the kid's mom has died, the dad's back from war, has no arm, we find out the circus is failing. Like, it's a lot of, like, really sad plot points. And, like, throughout it, there's a lot of, like, these moments that I'm just like, the kids, this is sad. The kids never really seem sad, though. I didn't like these kid actors. The, like, they were yeah. just kind of, like, they were good at hitting their lines and standing where they were supposed to, but honestly, a lot of times, it, like, they would walk into a scene with no emotion on their face. I like that the girl, I like that the, the girl character was written to be curious and wanted to be more of a scientist and didn't want to be a performer in the circus. But I think there needed to be a more lively child actor in that role. Yeah, I like but the But I liked, I liked how she was written. I think she was written very independent for the time. And that I thought was cool. And the other thing was the other kid, the the boy like really wanted to be in the circus, but kind of sucked at it. And yeah. that never went anywhere that you kind of see him as part of an act at the, the very end. end but like but... everybody else gets like a curtain call, like go see this girl's scientific discoveries. And here's the dad. And here's Eva green doing this. Colette. And, yeah. But the kid, like the, 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 the boy, boy gets nothing. Yeah. He could have not been in this movie. Yeah. And so, like, the other thing, I, I'm going to just go through my notes because, like, I didn't take a lot of notes with this. But I did love the whole bit with Danny DeVito and the monkey and them fighting. Like, that's a bit like the monkey on his shoulder. And that monkey, like, is kind of a pain in his butt, like, throughout the movie. And that's kind of a funny bit. Danny I, DeVito, the high point. By far, yeah. At first, movie. I thought it was gonna—he was gonna be a little too weird for me, and I didn't know how I felt about it. But like, he brought charm and humor, and it was much needed because this movie is really sad. Yeah. Uh, I and then I wrote here with like three exclamation marks. I think Dumbo's cute. I've always thought Dumbo was cute. I hate that everybody like rags on Dumbo for his big ears. I know that's the point it of the makes movie. No sense. But it made no. It made less sense in this than it did in the animated version. And it also yes, because this is filled with weirdo carnival people. Yeah. Who all well, like, the carnival people embrace him. I'm, Danny DeVito doesn't at first, but the rest of the carnival people kind of embrace Dumbo. I, and I don't understand that because he's like he's got big ears. We we can't sell this. I'm like this is a unique thing. It's so weird that like yeah. this seems like it would sell more, tic more tickets. Come see the elephant with the giant yeah. ears. And when they're talking about that, Danny DeVito says a face only a mother could love, which I think may also be in the animated version. I feel like that line Maybe. is very similar. But I love how the mermaid, who we loved the mermaid Atlantis. character, she says, sir, many of us think you're very handsome. Because, Not me, the yeah. elephant. So that was a bit that I chuckled at. And the mermaid 
Mermaid and the Strong Man are two really good this, characters. This movie doesn't in have any of the, this movie doesn't have any of the animals talk, so they had to create this whole story of the circus, and I think they did a decent job with that. Yeah, like, I think they they created a world and a family, and at the end, you know, instead of it being the mitted. Medici. Medici's brothers, which didn't exist. It was just yes. Danny DeVito. It becomes the Medici family. So that I like, that they are a family, and they, they well, kind of bond together at the end of the movie when they're helping Dumbo I escape. Think, I think the idea was Dan- Danny DeVito always wanted a family, and that's why he made up this twin brother. Yeah. Because at first I thought, like, oh, is his twin passed? And then they oh, kind well, of— well, and then I thought maybe— the dad was the twin, and then that never came to be. I or thought, something. like, yeah, because yeah, they I, seemed like, really close. But, but I think the idea he was their star. I of think the, the idea there that they should have driven home a little more was Dan DeVito's character always wanted a family, and he didn't realize he had it around. Yeah, him. and and that's kind of there. But in general, I think this is a a movie that needed one or two more drafts to edit it down in time yeah. to take out a lot of the shuff and to also like. Take Focus some on of these. some of the plot points that were a little bit more meaningful because that was the other thing too is like you also find out that the dad and the mom who passed away, they were the stars of the circus and that's why the circus is failing. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like more could have been done with that plot. Like they should have just picked one of the plot lines and focused on it more. Instead, they had all of these like ideas and a lot of them never came to fruition. Well, I feel like they kept him off a horse and then at the end of the movie, he's just jumping on horses and riding around and there's no like, oh, were you unable to get on this horse or was everyone didn't believe you could get on the horse? Just yeah, went, or you yeah, didn't believe you in yourself. Yeah, yeah I don't, there, was, there was nothing there, there was, to tell you that. There was no real character arc with, with Colin Farrell's uh, character no not at all he didn't become like he was i think the thing was at the beginning he was kind of worried about being a single dad and then well, he, just he didn't know how to be- talk to his kids like he kept but saying he like the mother yeah but he kept saying like the mother knew how to handle it and i think he was fine and in the end he winds up being better but let's he goes also- from not not fine to fine like yeah. that was his character and then arc. let's also talk about i wrote here the jerk to the elephant so that guy oh in the God. beginning rufus. who yeah rufus so he's really mean basically what happens is colin comes home the dad character comes home and he no longer has a job because they sold all his horses because when the wife died and he went to war nobody was riding the stallions so they sold them so danny devito's like well i have this elephant and i bought it and she's going to have a baby, so we're going to have a baby elephant. It's going to bring us a lot of money and all of this. So you're in so charge you're gonna of the elephant. So you're going to take elephants. care of the elephant. So he goes to take care of the elephants, and Rufus is like that stereotypical mean circus person who's just like torturing animals for the fun of it, he, like with he, the whip. He's like even worse than, remember Draco Malfoy's character when we watched uh, the rise of the planet of the apes yes he was is. like i'm just mean to monkeys just to be mean to monkeys this yeah. guy was like i hate elephants yeah and it's like, this, why yeah and so he was using like a whip on them and stuff like that and but he was being stupid like that's the thing yeah. with these characters they're like okay his motivation wasn't didn't feel natural it he, felt like they had to force that plot point what also felt like he didn't understand the danger of elephants like if you told me this guy has never seen an elephant before and he suddenly hates it that's the only way i would believe this character because yeah to me if you hate elephants you also understand like visually that they're huge powerful creatures so you wouldn't do stuff to like i'm gonna rile up the elephants it's yeah like, what are you doing? and so yeah so basically what happens is they Find out Dumbo can fly the kid, and I like that scene where the kids like are really gentle to Dumbo, and um, 
you know, Dumbo's mom gets a little aggressive, but not super aggressive, but they separate them. I think and less so aggressive kids, than she was in the cartoon. Yeah. And so the kids like go in and they know what it's like to lose their mother. So like they're identifying with Dumbo and I like that whole scene. And then they find out like when he like sucks in a feather into his nose, he kind of like sneezes a little bit and then he flies. Mm-hmm. So the kids are kind of like working with Dumbo to make him fly before they really tell anyone. But then when they do the whole scene that's very similar to the animated version where Dumbo's dressed in clown makeup and he goes up <laughs> the ladder. I know. Makeup. He goes up the ladder and the house is on fire and we find out the circus is controlling the fire. But the idea is Dumbo, you know, drinks the water, puts out the fire and then is supposed to be lowered down. And of course it goes wrong. And so the kids are like, Dumbo, you need to fly. So that happens. He has the feather and all of that. So well, so she climbs up the ladder to give him the feather. The feather, that's right. And then the, the, girl. the ladder breaks, and she goes flying down. She gets caught by her dad. She falls into the water. She falls, she falls into in the, the water, puddle, the and then they pull her out. What was the point of her of her falling like that? I don't. I guess to to show how dangerous it was. I don't know. But it wasn't because she was fine. Yeah, I don't know. But then Dumbo flies. And then everybody starts making fun of him again, right? Is that where his mom comes in, or did I skip that part? You skipped that part. She's a mad... They've sold her. At that's that the thing. point. So there was another time when he was dressed up as the baby, and that's That's when. what it is. So when he's dressed up as the baby, so we'll Which rewind a little bit. Also from the... I feel Maybe. like he had a rattle at some they point. Put, they put a bonnet on him to hide his ears. And so they dress him up as a baby. This is before the clown scene. And the mom's in there with him and everyone's making fun of him because the bonnet comes off and you see his big ears and everyone's really cruel to him. That's when the mother kind of goes into a rage and that's when this character Rufus dies. Because basically... It, yes. He, he basically... The dad is able to calm down the mom. He's able to calm her down. He's got Dumbo. He's like, no one's going to hurt you. Everything's cool. And, and then, then dumb, dumb Rufus comes in with the whip and like aggravates her again. And, and then, then goes she like under some bleachers. And to hide. No, and, not to hide. To basically just sit there and oh, go. Oh, to taunt her. He's yeah. like, eh, look at these dumb elephants. And then like something falls and like crashes into him and I'm like, oh, he's dead. And, and then, then they the show the coroner show up and they show him like like being a, a, squirted, body, a bag body bag with his hat and then like the four other elephant guys are like looks at him, and I'm like is this movie going to be all about those four elephant guys are going to blame his death on no and then that's and the that's end of it that that's plot. the end of that which is like another like really weird and sad moment um I did like after all of that after they sell Mrs. Jumbo after everything with the oh no it's before they sell Mrs. Jumbo because it's the baby mind scene yeah I like that for the baby mind scene are a lot of the characters we've been introduced to at the circus. They're all kind of just sitting around the campfire and they're singing baby mind and playing instruments. And I do like that. And then Dumbo tries to go see his mom who's chained up and then she gets sold, I think, the next day. Mm -hmm. Then the whole clown thing happens with him going up to the top. Tara, before we continue, would you like a a fact about this movie? Sure. Extras in circus scenes were not actors. But actual circus acts. Over 600 circus performers from around the world were hired to, for crowd scenes. I want to give you another fact with that. Um, the circus troupe assembled for the fil- film hailed from all over the world. Significant language barriers made it difficult for performers to connect. One day they set up a ping pong table, which really helped the performers to socialize with each other. I love that. <laughs> uh, I also love that they hired circus performers. I think that that's fantastic that they brought in people who like 
knew what they were doing and I think and could sell it and I would say those are some of the best scenes or when, when all doing, of them are performing when they're doing tracking shots and in the background there's like a clown on a ball or yeah something. and there's doing... all those kinds of things and the kids like when they're running through as they're setting up the circus you see a lot of people practicing their act and I, that was cool I think this was a really cool circus movie yeah I think everything dealing with the circus and the like because there weren't <laughs> There was a plot line at the end where they're like, we don't allow animals in cages. And it was like, the only animals you really had in cages in this movie were the elephants for a little bit. And then like, you, they don't really talk about, oh, he hates being in a cage. He hates this. It's He hates being away from his mother. Yeah. I guess you have Nightmare Island. But like, I don't know. The whole conservation animal like freedom thing felt a little bit like they were speaking more to modern times and less of what the movie was yeah. introducing. Like watching this movie, if at the end they went, we started a circus and we got Dumbo back and Dumbo, like I felt like I would have been okay with now Dumbo's happy and they let him roam around. I don't know. It didn't feel like he had to go back to Asia. Yeah. It was very biz- bizarre. And, and- yeah, it, and it's like two very separate movies because you have all this going on. You know, they sell Dumbo's mom back. Mrs. Jumbo goes back to the original owner who doesn't seem like a great person. Um, and so he takes her away. And, of course, Dumbo's really sad. And the kids don't think he'll fly again. And it's like all this stuff. And then enters Michael Keaton. And he's such a character. But I I liked his character until the end. And we'll talk about, like, yeah. his character does things that his I don't think his character naturally would have done. done. Up into that point, but... He basically comes in and he's... So this is where... So we get to the part where he flies, and I feel like at this point after that scene, the Dumbo ends... After he flies around, kind it cuts of. To... There might be a couple more nods to the original film, but yeah, overall. No, I mean, like in the original, like that's the last scene is him jumping off the thing and spraying everyone with peanuts, correct? And then it's like, I seen an elephant fly, oh. and the, like the train, and Miss Jumbo has yeah, like the, yeah. the, 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 the great. So that's a little before halfway into the movie. They've covered most of the ground of the first movie. Yeah, and then. Walt Disney appears. Yeah, a uh, uh, eccentric uh, version Vandiver, of him. Vandiver, something Vandiver. Yeah, and he has a place called Dreamland, which essentially mimics Disney World with a circus in it. Yes. Uh, essentially, and he has a lovely lady on his arm that you think they're together, and you find out she's like a possession of his. Yes. Basically, you find out that he just wants all the rare things, all the things you think are impossible. His his whole quote is, we make the impossible possible at Dreamland. Like, Which that's we his... talked about in a previous thing about like, in Mary Poppins, ooh, don't say something's impossible in, Walt, in Disney. Yeah. It's weird that they made a Disney movie where and they Disney's made the Disney villain. the villain. And no one was like, well, now hold on a second. Because yeah. he's clearly Walt Disney. Yeah, and so... He's just very much, but he's he's very much like at all costs, I want what I want when I want it. And yeah. so that's kind of what happens with Dumbo is he doesn't believe Dumbo can fly, but he's read it in the papers and he goes to see it. And, you know, they and Danny DeVito's like, well, we're not going to give away any secrets. Like if you want a picture with Dumbo, fine. But like we're not going to show you like how he flies and all this stuff. So basically he makes him an offer that's really too good to be true. And essentially it's, you know, I'll hire your entire circus to come work for me and you know you'll be a partner in in our business venture Mm -hmm. in dreamland and you know and we'll get which is in new york i think it's supposed to be where coney island is oh maybe maybe. but but he's like you know i'll you'll be like more on my level like 
like in the executives and will give the dad like his own show because he's like a war hero Mm -hmm. and he can get back on the stallion. And then we'll have Dumbo and the girl on his arm. She Colette, Colette, she flies the trapeze. So she's like very talented from France. We find out. And so she she's his star up to this point before he buys Dumbo. And he now wants to make them both stars, both of them flying in the Mm -hmm. air is what we find out. So the whole circus and everybody goes to Dreamland, and so then that's like a whole separate movie, I think, really. Yeah, this is where we get Dumbo to escape from Disneyland. Yeah, and so um, the one thing I did like is when they're training her with Dumbo and like showing her this is how he flies, he uses a feather, and like the kids basically coach Dumbo. The kids are the best working with Dumbo. That's where her character has this weird turn, and not that she was evil before, but she seemed kind of like more into like the whole we're going to buy Dumbo and put on a show and blah blah blah. And then they sit down with her and she's like, I think you're the lucky one because you have kids apparently and Dumbo seems nice and like she just kind of suddenly becomes a good guy. Yeah, and I don't think she was necessarily a bad guy, but I think it's that thing of like she knows she's a possession to him, so she just kind of goes with it. Yeah. And then she finds people that I guess are more she can get along with. I don't know. I don't know why we didn't lead with that, though. Like, why did we spend so much time making her seem one way when she first showed up to quickly just go, no, she's not like Yeah. That. So the kids tell her about the feather. And when she's up on the trapeze when they're practicing and the ropes are, they have the, the nets out as they're practicing – you do feel the anxiety when she's up there and you're just seeing flashes of Dumbo fly mm-hmm. by because she doesn't know where Dumbo is and she's trying to figure out, like, how do I get on Dumbo so I can fly? I liked that scene. Mm-hmm. Like, I that scene gave me the nervousness that she had up there and, like, I connected with her up there. So but, I did like that scene when they were training. But do you think this movie needed more anxiety? No, it? no, not that's, at all. That's it the was thing a I'm very gonna... sad movie and a very, like... Just like, ugh. That's the thing I'm going to say. This movie was very G-rated. I think the worst thing that something someone does is step in elephant poop. But the, uh, like, yeah, there's, it's all anxiety inducing. I think this is very scary for kids. Yeah. I'm curious, listeners, if you have children out there who've watched this one, I'm curious if they enjoyed it because it was. I think this is a movie you take kids out of crying, but again, it's, it's. The content well, isn't inappropriate. Well, it's the same thing that we talked about with the original Dumbo with some of the themes that are inappropriate now culturally. Like some of the the sadder moments, do kids pick up on those in the same mm-hmm. way that we did? So I would be curious about that. But we basically, we're just going to cut to when they debut Dumbo because a lot of other stuff happens in between. We get Pink debut- Elephants. Yeah, that's before Dumbo debut. It's like that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I just want to make so, sure we covered that because oh, I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. was a very high spot in the show. Yeah, I've got that Was down Danny there. Elfman's version of Pink Elephants and then the kind of, like, it was also, go go ahead and, like, if you want to uh, introduce the scene. Okay, so basically, they are getting Dumbo ready to fly and they bring him out, but before his act is this Pink Elephants act. And I did really like it a lot. It's like they're doing big hula hoop bubbles. Yeah. And the bubbles start forming into shapes and then they're elephants. And you've got this very whimsical, very imaginative sequence, which I think is the best, one of the best sequences in the film. But 
is the world supposed to be magical like that? I th- like I think that maybe we're seeing it through Dumbo's eyes and he's seeing the bubbles that look maybe. like elephants That's what I was thinking too. and he's missing his mom and so he's like dreaming of his mom. But then you have Danny DeVito say, "Oh, pink elephants." So I guess they do see the bubbles as elephants cuz Danny DeVito immediately yeah. calls it out, which he didn't need to. The, the framing of it is weird, but I would say just sit back and enjoy the scene. Because, yeah, that which is just a was, CG version of what happens in the, in the cartoon, but it was still, but it was still I, delightful. I like the way it was done. And I guess we should mention Alan. Alan uh, Arkin. Arkin. Is that right? Yes, Alan Arkin he shows up. He comes in and you find out that he's the bankroll. He's the banker. He owns the bank, essentially. Uh, Nobody and- is less in this movie than him. He just was like, oh, if he went, oh, yeah, Alan Arkin, that's me. Like, he just seems like he just showed up. Yeah, and basically you find out that he's financing everything. Like, he's the money man behind Dreamland. And he's the one who's, like, giving the money and making everything work. And so he basically is like, I won't believe this till I see this. Like, until you can successfully, like, have this act, I'm not going to give you any more money. So then Dumbo debuts. Let's, let's kind of speed this up a little because I would like to spend some time talking about what we liked about this movie. I feel like we're kind of ra- yeah. we're dumping on dumping Dumboing on it a yeah. little bit, but And when Dumbo debuts, the other thing that we really enjoyed is they sell to all the kids <laughs> the Dumbo stuffed animal that you can buy from the animated Yes, version. like they so just went a to a Disney nod. store and went Yeah, or a go. Disney Target and just bought all the Dumbo stuffed animals <laughs> yeah. and they're there. So that was kind of fun. But yeah, so Dumbo debuts, it obviously doesn't go as planned. There's no nets down below. And that's when you find out that he's kind of ruthless and like wants the shock value and wants the because, like. Yeah, because Colette doesn't know there's not going to be any Yeah, nets. and neither does and the And he dad. didn't tell anybody. Yeah, and Colette almost falls. Him oh, being fall. Michael Keaton, yes. Yeah, she does fall and the dad throws the rope to her at the last second. But basically, Dumbo gets distracted because he hears his mom's cry. And so when he does fly, he flies out of the circus tent and we find out that there is another attraction at this park or this place called Nightmare. Nightmare Island. Nightmare Island. And the mom is all like done in this scary makeup. She's Kali, like like the yeah. in, the Indian god, which is a little insensitive. But then there's like a uh, wolf in like close and they say the werewolf and then there's like Reptilla, who's a... Who's like an alligator, They've but with like big spikes, spikes and on it. Yeah. So that's why Dumbo went there. And so then there's the whole sequence about that and like them all figuring out that it's Mrs. Jumbo. And then you find out that Michael Keaton's character is going to kill Mrs. Jumbo. Well, he goes, no, he won't do what I want him to do. He'll do what she wants him to do. If Because they're like, just get them together and they'll be fine. Yeah. And he's like, no, then I won't have control, which I kind of understand as an incentive, but it's still like. If this guy just wasn't a mustache twirling bad guy, this would have all gone fine. If he's like, oh, yeah, we'll just keep him on the payroll. Like, they yeah. had a flying elephant. Like, they should be making money hand yeah. over fist. Yeah, so there's a whole sequence there. And then they go back to his office to discuss things. And this is another line that I just found kind of funny. Michael Keaton goes, why are there children in my office? Yeah. Because the kids follow them to, like, discuss it or whatever. And I, I don't really know where to go from here. I was going to jump to when, like, they all try to save Mrs. Jumbo. Because, again, That's there's fine. more stuff. There's more fluff in there. But he, he tells uh, DeVito that he has to fire all of his... His circus staff. His circus staff yeah. that they're not usable. Um, and so they so, all go to see Dumbo for the last time, right? Yes. And then the the butler for Vandeveer, like, 
comes over and is like, I couldn't in good conscience, very deus ex machina, but still I like that like someone was like, when he's like, kill the elephant, someone's like, uh, hold on a second. It's like, no, 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 you can't do that. And, and he comes over and goes, I had to tell you, he's going to kill the elephant. Goodbye for the rest of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> then he's gone. And then the dad's like, well, we're going to save her. Who's with me? And usually when that moment happens in a movie, like everyone rallies together and there are cheers or people are raising their hands or people nod and are like, yeah, or, I'm with or you. Or nod. You need to point out like nod would have been a good and option. when this they was... pan out, yeah, when they pan out to everyone, everyone's they just, stare just ahead. staring. <laughs> It's like such a weird moment. And it's it, like the end of Star Wars where they get the medals and they don't really know what to do. Yeah, and they're, <laughs> just all, kind of smile. they're all just staring and like it's a weird scene and it goes on for longer than it should. And I'm like, that was written really like, yeah. why? Why was that done? Like all they had to do is nod. But then they go into what I refer to as a Circus Ocean's Eleven. Yes. Where they're getting her out of Nightmare Island, which I went like, I would have loved more of these people in there. So Atlantis is standing by, there's like a bridge to Nightmare Island. like a moat, I guess. And she's just standing there like, lady, the attraction's closed. You got to go. And she's like, I have always dreamed of being one with Poseidon. And it's like, and and they're like, okay, crazy lady. And then she grabs them and just jumps in the water. Grabs the security guards. And yeah. And then the one still on the bridge. And then she, you see her arm reach up and she takes the second one in. Yeah. And I liked that whole bit. And then you see the strong man bends the bars. So then the guy, a a contortionist, like squeezes through. through. And so this whole like sequence, I would say that's where the movie drew me back in a little bit. Yeah. I really liked all of that. And you find out on the circus side of things, they're debuting Dumbo again. And you find out that Colette and the dad and everybody is in on like getting Dumbo and Dumbo's mom. Basically, not only do they want to bring them back together, but they want to set them free. They're like, they don't belong in any circus. They need to be free. I'm sorry. We have forgotten something very important. And that is one of the most egregious moments in this movie. And that is, Let's get ready for Dumbo, which they do with the guy who normally does let's get let's get ready to rumble. Not once. Twice. Twice. They yeah. they have the complete gall to try this move twice. And it is so out of place and is so off putting. Yeah. Because he also he does the introduction, he's like, You seen a dragonfly and he seen does a the horse whole fly But that's he, from yeah. the original movie, so you're like, All right, cool, I see what you're doing. They could have gotten an actual actor to do that. And yeah. then he does the let's get ready to Dumbo and I'm like, give me a break. Yeah, I agree with you. So I did like that whole sequence of things. And basically what happens is she gets Dumbo to fly and the dad climbs up with one arm, climbs up to the top of the circus tent and cuts a hole in the tent so they can fly out of the tent. And then this is where things like go bonkers, which I know I may sound like it's already gone bonkers, but it really goes bonkers here because basically Michael Keaton's character is like wild. He's like very mad, like very bad. He goes insane. Yeah. He just like, you know, Dumbo has left and he's realizing that like the kids and everybody are in on it and all of the circus people have disappeared. And he finds out that they've like taken Mrs. Jumbo, which I feel like, which that all tracks. What I'm saying is I think Michael Keaton going mad makes sense in a Disney 20th century animated feature. And I think maybe that was their reason for doing it, but it looks weird and makes no sense in this movie he's he's lost his star trapeze woman he's lost the elephant he's not going to be banked by the banker because everything's gone wrong i get his motivation there but 
basically Dumbo stops off at the tower that overlooks and runs the control tower of the whole park and he starts moving all the levers to we turn learn all that the power down. The second most amazing thing about Dumbo, first being he can fly, the second is he has a a he's taken a like minor degree in electrical engineering because he's like, Oh, if I flip this, this will happen. Like he yeah. knows what to do. So he's flipping all the switches in there, and I do like that the control guys, the guy was like, stop the elephant. And he's like, you <laughs> no! stop the elephant. Like, So that, that bit guy. was funny. Uh, but then Michael Keaton gets up in the tower, and then he's like a mad scientist, like a madman. He goes, and he's just pulling levers and pressing buttons. Because he's and- trying to get the power back on, but they're like, that's going to cause a surge. Which, if he couldn't tell it was breaking things, I could understand him maybe still doing it. But every time he's throwing a switch, sparks are flying. And fire. Something's catching on yeah. fire in the park. It becomes this, like, escape. <laughs> and that I have to bleep that, sorry. Oh. Um, it becomes this just, like... This apocalyptic, like everything's burning, everything's, and everything's on fire, people are and running everywhere. Still, they cut back to him, and he's still flipping levers, and we're and, like, "What are you doing?" And there's a scene where you see him up in the tower, and we're focused on like what's going on on the ground, and he's still flipping switches. Then, yeah, too. it's wild, and it doesn't fit. And basically, it's to get to the point of the whole park's burning down. But I feel like it was very forced. And then it's to like there. I- I'm gonna skip this part because it's the kids get stuck. They're being chased by one of the henchmen. Uh, the dad rides around on a horse and saves him. But then Dumbo shows up and and the kids fly away on Dumbo. Well, he like let, puts out the fire with his with water oh, like, to from save the them. scene. But yes. he, he remembers the scene he did in the with thing. the clowns. And then. He goes, you take Dumbo, I'll stay here and figure out a way to go. And then immediately solves that problem. There's no moment where it's like he's having to try and figure out, like, how am I going to get out of here? He just goes, goodbye. Oh, a horse. Yeah, he steals the police horse. But the other thing he says that I really like is when the kids get on Dumbo, he goes, come on, Big D. And (laughs) pats pats him on on the butt. Uh, so that was just a funny, like, weird throwaway oh, line. This is also where Dumbo's feather burns and they explain to him, you can do this with a feather. But, like, he's just like, okay. There's no, like, like it's hard to get that whole, like, anticipation. Like Yeah, from a, a CGI elephant, elephant that doesn't yeah. talk. Yeah. Um, I will say Dumbo, I think Dumbo, the CGI character, was Great. Oh yeah, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the all the elephants, and I mm-hmm. I like that they didn't talk. They had a nod to Timothy, I should say, in the beginning. The daughter's like uh, handling the mice, and that's when you kind of find out she's very scientific, and you know, taking notes and and things like that with the animals. Can I jump in with another fact, real quick? Yes, uh, and a question: Did we did you get recording about the hot dog, or do we? Need no, to we need to do that, that again. again. Okay. Uh, there was a swear jar on set. Whenever an actor cursed, they needed to put money in the jar. At the end of shooting, the total was given to charity. Allegedly, Colin Farrell was the worst offender and was responsible for the majority of the money. Did they ever give a total of how no, much they donated? No, not at all, but... Uh, so, yeah, so they all go away. Michael Keaton is still being, like... He yells, somebody get that elephant. And, like, two cops turn and look at him like, what do you want us to do, exactly? Yeah, and the elephant's flying, and so they go off. The dad is gone, and Alan Arkin and Danny DeVito show up, and then Michael Keaton is focused on Danny DeVito, and I guess trying to get the cops to like go after Danny DeVito, like he stole my elephant, essentially the yeah. flying elephant that has left. And the cops are kind of looking at him like, what do you want us to do? And Danny DeVito goes, I think you got bigger problems than me. And you look behind and the entire park is on fire. And then Alan Arkin delivers the best line of the whole movie, and that is, 
hey, you want to go get a hot dog? Yeah, basically DeVito's like, wow, this is a disaster. <laughs> and he's like, let's go get a hot dog. And that's how I want all movies to end. I want, they're going to go off to see Han Solo, find Han Solo in Empire Strikes Back. And they're like, Luke turns away and goes, hey, you want to go get a hot dog? Yeah. I want like, that's Chinatown. Hey, you want to go get a hot dog? Like, this looks like the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Hey, you want to go? Actually, that scene actually makes sense because they walk off, off together. together. <laughs> Yeah, so they walk off, and at that point, I'm like, that might be the last time we see Danny DeVito. I don't know. It's like, not. It's but not, but it felt it, like it could the, have been. The way other characters have exited this movie, it's possible. Yeah, and so then it cuts to the ferry, which is where they're loading Mrs. Jumbo and Dumbo on to, to like, get them to uh, it, nature. I'm trying to think of, Asia, like, the Asia, they're word. going to India, probably. Yeah, basically, they they want to get them out of captivity. Yes. And there's like a dude with the dude in every like scene like this in movies where he's the dude with a stopwatch like, oh, I just, we're running out of time. You, you're, you're illegally putting two elephants on the same entrance that I definitely saw people go yeah, into. Yeah, and it's like a cargo ship. And then like the snake charmer guy who I liked, he was always very sensitive to Dumbo and the elephants. But like he's the one who kind of like gets them, a li- like eases them onto the ship and... They go by themselves. Nobody from the circus goes with them. It's just the two elephants on the ship, and they just have to be really trustworthy to this captain who's like, yeah, I'll set them free when we get to where we're going. Um, So that's a little weird. And then it... Do we cut to Dumbo being free first, and then it's 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 the other way around? It's the new circus, and it's uh, DeVito speaking directly to the audience being like, welcome to the Medici family circus. And this I is like all that. the stuff we got. Yeah, I like that it becomes a family. That's a not terrible DeVito. Oh, it was fine, yeah. Thank you, I appreciate it. You were that. looking at me and I thought you were upset because I cut you off and so I was No, like, I was, no, I was oh, legitimately okay. like thinking to myself, was that a good DeVito? I can't... Yeah, it was anyway. all right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he's talking and I like that it's now become the family circus and you see all the performers are doing similar things, but it's kind of elevated a little bit. And that's when you see the daughter now has, you know, she's showing um, new advancements in technology and, and showing like Dumbo flying. Yeah, it's, it, I think that's called a, a zydoscope or something where it's a bunch of pictures and they reflect off a mirror, but also project and you spin it. Yeah, so that's the science, early animation. Yeah, it's the science piece of it. So like you see that she's got a job and the dad and then the the boy is like participating in something and again we said earlier he isn't noticed this is where we learn the dad is riding around on with a robot arm and we're all just okay with this robot yeah, arm yeah and how do he introduce him a man from the future the the future something? cowboy yeah and then you find out that him and Colette like kind of have an act now yeah cuz he's shooting balloons and she's hanging from a bunch of helium balloons on a thing yeah so. um but i did like that I liked the bit of, like, they all kind of have found their place. They stayed one family. And, like, okay. You know, like, that was fine. We kind of see that. And then it cuts to the elephants. And, well, um... Mrs. Jumbo and, and Dumbo, like, are up overseeing this big herd of elephants with waterfalls. Very beautiful scene. And Dumbo just flies and, like, buzzes them and then goes back up to his mom. And I went... I would love it if we cut everyone, all the elephants after seeing Dumbo turned and there was one elephant. Cause, cause Mrs. Jumbo shows up pregnant yeah. and then like they're, they're turning, there's one elephant with like just giant ears and he's like eating something. He's like, Ooh, like his mouth yeah. drops and it falls out and he's like, 
I did. I like, want to see Mr. Jumbo. Yeah, I liked the scene when he flies over them because he cuts in and out through the waterfalls, and that's kind of really cool. Yeah. And I kind of wish that all the elephants went down and like bowed to Dumbo. <laughs> you wanted to be like, I am your god now. Yeah, I wanted them to be like, oh, we're not worthy. But Dumbo flies around them and then goes back up to his mom, and then that's pretty much the end of the yeah. film. How do we do on time? We still got about six minutes. So I would like to spend a little time with a couple other facts. And then, so 2019, I don't know if I said this, the three top movies this year were Avengers Endgame, The Lion King, and Frozen 2. A combined total of almost $6 billion all for Disney alone on those three Yeah, movies. that's crazy. Um, Miss Atlantis's costume consisted of more than 100 overlapping hand-stitched scales, oh, which wow. were constructed from three to four layers of fabric given sequin borders to give each scale a reflective quality. I did like her character. And the other big fact I wanted to give out was Eva Green, who played Colette. Mm-hmm. Eva, Eva Green is afraid of heights. Oh my goodness. She was able to overcome her fear during filming with the help of a professional performer who trained her in her stunts. That's crazy. Um, so let's spend the last five minutes. What did what did we like about this? Because there was stuff we liked. And I want to point out one thing you said you liked was Rongo the Strongo, the, the only African-American actor in this movie. But one of the cooler parts, because not only was he a strong man, he was the accountant. Yes, he was the accountant. He was like the bookkeeper. He did something else. And then he was the one-man band. Like, he played the drums and the trumpet, like, when Danny DeVito would introduce the acts. And, like, at one point, they're in Danny DeVito's stagecoach, like, of the train. And, like, they had a relationship where... It could have been romantic or it could have been they were just business partners. And I liked that it was ambiguous. Like, we didn't know. Because Danny DeVito's in the bathtub. Danny DeVito's in the bathtub with orange slices on his eyes. Like, I think someone went, okay, give him zucchinis. And everyone went, no one would have zucchinis back then. Yeah. (laughs) Or, 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 sorry, cucumbers. Oh, yeah. Um, But it, uh, I liked that little relationship, that nod. And again, I think things like that could have been explored more. And they could have, like, thrown out a lot of the other, like, kind of wild plot points that kind of. Through. I, I think it, it, it so this had a real feel of a so we're talking about things we liked about it but it had the real feel of you know there's that fairly strong dividing line in Tim Burton's work of like people like his old stuff but his new stuff they can take it or leave it um there are parts in here that I really appreciate his weird wacky humor and a lot of it was was Danny DeVito in the first half of the circus I think he, he all the circus stuff was really good I think yeah. he's good at doing that but the other thing that I really liked is when they make Danny DeVito the vice president of that place and they put him in that room and he's like, what do I do? And they're like, don't worry about it. Like, I liked him and his uh, secretary. Yeah. And, and I, that felt like very old Tim Burton humor mm-hmm. of like, what am I supposed to do? And she's like, oh, I got to teach you everything. Like, Yeah. Well, and then geez. the music, of course, was very reminiscent of all of Tim Burton's films. And was this Danny Elfman It was again? Danny Elfman. Um, so there were, I enjoyed the music because I, I typically enjoy all of Danny Elfman's stuff. And some of it does sound similar. When she's up, her Colette's whole bit is she comes up in a chandelier. So she holds onto a chandelier and it rises. And that's kind of her trapeze. And that was very reminiscent to me of Edward Scissorhands, the music, yes. when we first see her act in the circus tent. Um, and I feel like there was something I said after the movie ended that I liked, and now I can't remember what it was. That's the thing about like, this one. Like, there was something that I was like, oh, I did really appreciate this, and now I can't remember what it was, but... Well, let's wrap up with, like, do you... Would you recommend this? Would no. You, yeah. I, I, I mean, wouldn't recommend it. I mean, if you want to check it out, go for it, but it's not one that I, after watching it, I was like... Walk, oh. don't run. 
Yeah, it's not one that I'd be like, you need to watch this because X, Y, Z. I like the nods that they give to the original that, you know, there's plot points and lines in the movie um, and things that are identical to the animated film. And then there's a lot that they cut out. A lot that they cut out are the things that are controversial today. So I appreciate that they just didn't touch any of that when it came to the crows and like the way people set up the circus tents and stuff like that. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't wish I had that time back. You know what I mean? It's not that bad to where I was like, Oh, I wish I could get those two hours of my life. There were definitely parts we enjoyed. Yeah. But I don't think this is anything anyone needs to rush out and see. And again, if it wasn't so like, Every so minute sad. so sad, I'd be like, well, you know, you could throw it on for your kids. And, and, and content-wise, it's fine. But other, yeah. but, the, but there's just a lot of things I think it's going to make your kid. If your kid's really empathic, like, yeah. they're going to get real anxious and sad from this movie. Well, and, you know, it was it took place in 1919. So it was capturing, well, the Depression was the 30s. But it was yeah. capturing, like, World War One that, that time period of, like, people coming home and stuff. And I get that. But I just think they went too far with it. I don't think you need it. I know we. this was supposed to be the part where we talked about what we liked about it. And I feel like we keep coming back to the things that bothered us about it. And a lot of times that's because that's what stays with you, yeah. right? When overall something yeah. um, bothers you. But yeah, I just think they could have done some things differently. And yep. I think they could have expanded on some things. Well, guys, that was uh, 2019's Tim Burton's Dumbo. And uh, we'll be back probably with some more of these mini tales as we go along. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you want to tell us your favorite Disney villain and why it's guest on, send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com. Or you can send a tweet about how great Maleficent is, too, at TRP Diaries. Check out our Facebook group by searching for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and many more. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five-star review. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Um.